to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millarn. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And the condition report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. And the hotspot report brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. So I hope you're having a great, I hope you had a good Christmas. I did. Um, did fairly, uh, Squirt some nice stuff. Yeah. I can uh, definitely uh, yeah, definitely use the stuff I got. So I've got some camo gear and some gift cards that I can use at my leisure, which is always a nice thing. So, yeah, happy camper. Hope you had a good Christmas as well. Hope you had a chance to, to get out and do some fishing. Boy, it's been, uh, certainly, you know, weather-wise, boy, it's been nice to uh, to get out there and uh, enjoy it. And if you're going to do it, I think maybe <laughs> this morning might be might be uh, the, the time to get out there and do it while you can here. While, uh, you know, just uh, looking at this forecast here, it doesn't sound like... Uh, doesn't sound like it's going to be too nice tonight and uh, into tomorrow and then the next several days. Looks like winter is going to finally uh, uh, come back on us here. And eh, Well, it is that time of year after all. So, And almost, gosh, almost the end of the year here. This is the last show of, uh, of 2019. Another one, uh, another one in the books here. Looking forward to uh, what's going to be an interesting 2020, to say the least. Uh, I hope you get a chance to uh, make the most of it, whether it's uh, hunting, fishing, camping, in general, outdoor recreating, fun stuff. So hope you uh, hope you have a chance to enjoy. It's it's nice to just get out there and I know there were I went down. Let's see when was that? Was that uh, yeah day after Christmas? Drove down to. Uh, just to get out of the house for a while, drove down to Goose Island uh, on the twenty sixth, the morning there. Boy, there must uh, there there were probably at least, oh, it, no, probably better than a dozen folks already out on the ice uh, down there. One of the little backwater sloughs there that were uh, doing some ice fishing. A few more getting ready to head out to the ice there, and couldn't quite tell if they were catching a lot or not. But I've seen a few pictures anyway online that. Uh, the bite is certainly uh, is certainly doing very well in some of the backwater areas there. So, uh, like I said, if you're going to uh, head out this morning, is probably going to be your best window of opportunity here to uh, uh, 
get out and, and do some fishing. Unless you got the shanty, and then I guess you don't really necessarily have to worry about the rain too much, but might put a little damper on the fishing anyway. And looks like we're going to get a good uh, a good shower here. So, but I suppose the equivalent. I wonder what the never can remember the the, the actual factor. I wonder how you know it's like they're saying tonight between an inch or two of of rain, and I'm like, hmm. I, I never can remember the formula to translate that into how much that would actually be if that was actually snow. So hopefully it, uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't get that much because that just sounds like a giant mess. But hopefully uh, you get a chance to get out and at least enjoy the morning anyway. And uh, you got plenty of places to go anyway. Um, right now I would. Uh, I, I would, I think, uh, um, as far as uh, the hotspot goes here, brought to you by the folks at Powerhouse Marine, um, I'm thinking a couple of places. Uh, I'm thinking by Lake Onalaska, and then uh, up in the Three Lakes area, some of the, the nicer, some of the bigger lakes up there. Um, and then I'd be going, and, and I'm going to talk about this a little later on in the program here too, but uh, I, I think that... Uh, would be going for some uh would be going for some northerns today. I know the northern bite has been doing very very well and uh talked to the folks uh, this morning up at Fat Cat and they were saying, yeah, same thing. Uh the northern bite is doing uh, is doing very very well uh right now and it always seems to be that way early in the season here and uh, it's uh actually it hasn't been too bad all year. So, but again, we'll talk more about, you know, some specifics things to do and and that not or what not uh uh, a little later on in the program here, but the northern bite is doing pretty well. Uh, some nice sized perch being caught uh, as well, uh, and uh, so it's uh, and, and take your pick for uh, for bait here. Mostly it's uh, um, you know minnows, uh, shiners, rosy reds, that kind of things. Um, I'll be catching a few panfish on uh, waxies or spikes. Uh, haven't heard much on the uh, the panfish bite. Uh, you know, for crappies and bluegills and things like that, and sunnies, but uh, um, I can't imagine that they're going to be slacking off too much. Um, so, but if you, you know, if you manage to latch into some uh, some perch, you, hey, you can do pretty well. Like I said, there are some uh, some nice sized ones being caught uh, uh, up on the lakes there. So. Get out, uh, get out, and enjoy it while you can. I would imagine too that uh, the bite's probably pretty decent on some of those cranberry bogs, uh, Lake Toma, and that area out there. And uh, that uh, that area is probably doing fairly well uh, as well. Um, but yeah, those would be the, that would be the the hot spot report this morning here. I think uh, uh, check out maybe uh, Lake on Alaska uh, up there and uh, and the Three Lakes area in there and, and target yourself on northerns, whether you need, you know, tip downs, what have you, uh, uh, the bite is there and I'm thinking they'll be fairly active here this morning, uh, as this, uh, or this front kind of moves in and puts a damper on the fishing here. So, uh, get out and enjoy it. Uh, looking at the conditions report again, brought to you by Roscoe's live bait in Toma, um, you know, river stage right now, uh, relatively stable, still a little high. Uh, it's at seven three right now. Uh, the flow is at about uh, sixty four thousand uh, cubic feet per second. Um, 
I'm sorry, pardon me, I should say uh, 54,000 cubic feet per second. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's coming down just a, a little bit, but slowly but surely. Um, I think we're going to be sitting at the at that seven-plus foot mark for a while now. I don't know. I hope that's not the new normal, but I guess we'll uh, we'll see. Water temperatures, uh, for the most part, 32s. Uh, a little further south down in uh, Winksville, they're reporting 34. Um, so, but again, that's all going to be kind of relative. I don't think the sun's going to warm things up too much today. Uh, and certainly once that uh, rain rolls in, uh, that'll uh, keep things on the cool side just a, a little bit as well. Um, so that won't, uh, certainly won't, uh, won't help things as well. But yeah, look, you know, and Earlier, it's come down about three-tenths of a foot in the last several days. So, you know, I, I don't know if we're just sort of trending just a slow, gradual drop, um, but that would uh, that would be nice. I, I, you know, I'm thinking further south here, if we get uh, a bunch of rain and stuff, that's, that trend will probably, uh, will probably not continue. Uh, but that's just, uh, unfortunately, that's just the, uh, the way it goes. At this uh, at this particular time, uh, checking out a couple of other things here in terms of uh, uh, fishing reports. Let me just dial it up here real quick while I've uh, while I've got it here. And where we go? Ah, there we go. Um, yeah, um, you know, if you're fishing some of the main channel areas or from some of the back, just be real careful out there. Uh, you know, like I said. Up in the Three Lakes area where, you know, there isn't a ton of current up there. Um, you know, there's seven, eight inches of ice. Uh, I would imagine that there's probably a little bit less on Lake Onalaska and certainly uh, some of the adjacent backwater areas right off that main channel. Um, I would imagine it, you know, I mean, you need yeah, relatively, you know, four good inches of ice. And I don't think this rain is going to help things uh, at all. So, but... Um, at least in the the main channel areas, anyway. To the uh, the walleye bite is doing okay. Walleye and sauger, um, just to, again a little uh, vertical jigging with a minnow or a little plastic. Um, not anything terribly great to to write home about, but you know, just. Uh, just get out there and enjoy it while you can, I guess, really, because we're going to get kind of crummy weather here. If we got spoiled, I think, for a few days, and I don't think we're going to have uh, reasonably decent weather here. That rain-snow mix and everything isn't uh, isn't going to be too nice for the next uh, the next several days, anyway. So hopefully, you know, by the time we get around to next weekend, and things will maybe have calmed down a little bit. So hopefully, anyway. But again, get out there and enjoy it while you can this morning, and just be uh, be very very safe when you uh, when you head out there because one of the, you know it, talking about uh, uh, ice fishing and things like that and certainly with uh, all this rain and warmer weather that we've had I, I'm you know there's there's going to be thin spots on some of that ice and um, I know that the TV station we talked about uh, uh, the story on this talked to the folks at the fire department earlier this week and. Um, Few people have driven vehicles out on Lake Onalaska, but um, boy, that'd be—I think that might be getting a little more iffy 
uh, you know, whether that's uh, ATVs or things like that. Um, I don't know about vehicles. That that would be a little scary, but um, but yeah, a couple of great pieces of advice uh, in the story here uh, that people should wear, you know, a personal flotation device uh, and always uh, always go with someone, fish with a partner. That way, then, if you uh, you run into problems, then you've got somebody that can uh, hopefully help you out and uh, get you uh, get you back to safety here. So, or vice versa, for that matter. So, just uh, just be careful, and always, of course, you know, let somebody know. Hey, I'm going out, uh, going out ice fishing. I'm going here, or I'm going there, and that way, uh, that way, if uh, you know. Something unfortunate happens, and people kind of know where you are. Or if they need to get in touch with you, they know where you are. So, again, just uh, just be very, very safe. And some of that ice has even receded. I, I was surprised there was uh, uh, still a lot of open water when I went through and, and looked at uh, at Goose Island the other day. And uh, it was, uh, and I'm I'm sure I don't know how thick the ice was in in some places, but where the guys were. Folks were ice fishing anyway. You know, there were several inches there, but um, again, that's that wasn't that far off of uh, off of a channel in there that uh, that did have some current through there. So, and just uh, just be safe if you're headed out. I'm going to take a, a short break and come back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors. It is eight twenty-two, and you're listening to WKTY Outdoors on WKTY ninety-six-seven FM, five eighty AM. have a summer home ask me this winter home is way better sure it looks like a shack but it's on the water keeps the cold out plenty of seats just watch out for the bucket butt and the fish are biting thanks to roscoe's live bait they're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer the moral of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home and jigs to gear roscoe's live bait and toma is your ice fishing headquarters by any rod and reel get a free line setup Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. What a green and gold in Vegas have in common features West Salem Football Funday. Every Green Bay game, you could win a trip for two to Vegas, including a four-day, three-night stay at the Golden Nugget. It's easy to win. Just get to features in West Salem before halftime to cheer on the pack and begin earning tickets for the trip drawn at the end of the game. Every game, every week, a winner for a trip for two to Vegas, including hotel and airfare, will be drawn at features in West Salem. App specials, drink specials, your special only at features in West Salem. If you cheer for the Packers, Brewers, or Bucks, don't miss the Bill Michaels Show. Uh, yeah, it is fair to criticize the Packers because, you know, it comes down to, and I hate to say it, and I've said it before, Aaron Rodgers. You, you fork out all this money for Aaron Rodgers, and look what you got. I mean, it's like, it's like going to a dealership, buying a brand new car that's got all the bells and whistles, got everything you want for it. You're expecting a lot out of that vehicle. And then it turns out, you got problems with it, and it turns out to be a dud. turns out to be a lemon. You have to take it back. My issue with Aaron is, like I said, and he said it straight out, you know, prep. If, if he would have played in the, uh, if he would have played in the, in the preseason, 
a lot of this stuff would have been worked out. A lot of these guys, well, they're, they're, they're young. Well, Talk Wisconsin sports with a big unit weekdays from 11 to 2 on WKTY. Instead of just creating ads, we create strategies. We don't simply want to put your business on the radio. My job consists of being a consultant. Every plan that we build is customized specifically for you. And that's across all platforms, uh, including social and digital media, website design, and running radio ads. It's taking all those different pieces and then putting them together into a comprehensive plan. We want to discuss how we can help your business grow. We want to discuss your business. There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it is so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It is 826 and taking a quick peek at the sports calendar for today. Um, just one thing on the uh, on the schedule for today anyway, and that is uh, the Milwaukee Bucks taking on Orlando down at uh, Pfizer Forum. Uh, we'll have the game starting at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, here on WKTY. And then uh, tomorrow, we have got uh, Packer football as the regular season wraps up. Uh, we'll, let the, uh, we'll get the pregame show underway at uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning as the, uh, the Packers wander on over to Michigan to uh, uh, take on the Lions. Kickoff scheduled for uh, right around 12 noon there, and uh, we'll have all the action for you. Again, starting at 10 o'clock with the pregame show, then we've got the game, and then plenty of postgame for you as well, and uh, it's uh, going to be a busy Saturday or a busy Sunday, I should say, uh, for the Packers. So, and then on Monday, uh, the Bucks are back in action. Uh, they wander down the road to Chicago to uh, to take on the Bulls. So, we're going to wind down the new year with a couple of Bucks games, some Packer football, and fun stuff. So, stick around for that. We'll get that all for you here, right on uh, right on WKTY ninety six seven FM and. 5:80 a.m. Let's get back to uh, talking about uh, about fishing here. And as I was talking about uh, earlier in the uh, the fishing report, that uh, you know, for whatever reason, the early season seems to be a really good time of year to uh, uh, to catch northerns. They're just uh, they're just more active this time of of year, and um, I don't want to say they're easier to catch, but um, I, 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 maybe they're just uh, they're still stocking up for winter there. Of course, you know they're they're the big guys on the block there. So, uh, like I said, I just wanted to share some tips with you on where to go and what to do to uh, uh, catch your share of northerns uh, during the uh, this part of the season anyway. And uh, yeah, you know, and the other thing too, it's I think the bite's been fairly consistent throughout the uh, the year. You know, it's just uh, of course you know fishing for northerns. Just a little bit different than, uh, you know, working to find other types of fish, you know, perch or crappies, bluegills, what have you. Um, 
you'll know in five or ten minutes if you don't have any fish below or if you're, you know, looking for panfish, uh, you know, that kind of thing. You know, whereas if you're looking for northerns, you, you may have to wait a while, <laughs> you know, half hour or 45 minutes. You know, you can tell whether or not uh, uh, you're going to be productive. You know, they're going to be cruising around this time of year. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, makes sense. Bigger fish, less of them, you know. But again, still a, a lot of fun to catch. Um, the key to finding, though, is, of course, as in all cases, anyhow, is uh, is location. Um, and maybe doing a little bit of work, here, you know, finding your spots uh, before you drill the holes anyway. Um Get you pull them out a little, a little faster anyway. Weeds and weed lines are, of course, uh, uh, good places to be. Um, and there are still some viable weeds that are giving off dissolved oxygen this time of year. So that, in turn, will help kind of keep the food chain going. And, of course, the small plankton on up to uh, uh, the minnows and so on and so forth. And anything up with the, uh, the northern. Again, you know, he's the uh, top of the food chain. Uh, in uh, a lot of our area, of course, you know, obviously you get, uh, you, know, you get further up north that are, you know, some of these musky lakes, things like that. They are, but you know, uh, I think for the most part, uh, uh, some of those larger northern, you know, they're seriously the top of the, the food chain. Although I think maybe to some extent, I guess, depending on how you look at it, um, carp can be pretty uh, voracious as well. Although there's certainly more numbers of carp than northerns, but and I don't know. It's t- in terms of aggressiveness, I don't know if. And, and again, carp can be can be aggressive fish at times, but I don't know if they're quite as aggressive as as northerns. But I'm digressing just a little bit there. But but yeah, you know, when you think of things, yeah, you think of you know top of the pretty much the top of the food chain anyway. It's going to be the northern, so. But yeah, you know, weeds, weed lines, those kind of places, you know, and, and don't overlook too uh, the shallow parts of a body of water. Um, you know, we're still early enough in the season where pike can even frequent places with, you know, less than five feet of water. You know? So, you know, don't overlook those, those shallow weedy bays that, you know, run anywhere from, you know, five to 15 feet of water. It, you know, obviously it all kind of depends on the, body of water that you know you're happening happening to be on you know lake on alaska it's a little you know there's there's a lot of shallow area in there and certainly you know aren't going to think that northern aren't going to cruise in there if there's bait fish in there if there's uh you know food for them yeah they're they're going to be in there but uh you know again you know some bodies of water some lakes you know they just don't have much deep water and Vice versa, you know, some lakes have uh, very little shallow water. It just uh, it just depends. But like I said, you know, a good example, I think, <clears throat> best example I can think of anyway would be, you know, Lake Onalaska where, again, uh, there are a few deep spots in there, but for the most part, um, it's, uh, it's not a very deep lake. But that, you know, just, uh, again, I don't know. Makes it a little easier to, to find them, I think. So, um, you know, look for areas where you can find little, you know, like little pockets of deep water. Um, 
And those depth changes can be kind of important as well. Um, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, a little another off-topic story here, but uh, um guy that uh, was talking to said he was fishing for crappies in about, oh, 12, 13 feet of water and was, you know, catching 12 inches um, while his buddy was about 10 feet away fishing in about 15 feet of water, catching only 6 to 7 inches. So, you know, sometimes those pockets work. Uh, they might hold bigger fish, but they might also hold fish that are, are likely more prey for northerns. But uh, in general, you know, in, in those weedy areas, um, you're going to find both bait fish and panfish, uh, you know, something for the northerns to eat. Uh, don't overlook points or sunken islands, places like that where, you know, nice weed beds are, are nearby. Um, you know, and if those types of structures have bends or contain some kind of break point where northerns can hang and wait for something to ambush, you know, that's what northerns do for a meal. They, you know, ambush their prey. Um, you know, may also be some kind of, you know, sunken log or timber of some kind or another, um, you know, and if you can find those kinds of spots, if you know where they are, if you've got them, you know, marked out on your uh, uh, GPS or, you know, you've fished those places before, yeah, start drilling your holes there. Give those places a try. Um, and again, drill a bunch of them, you know, right away so the uh, that part of the day is is done and you don't have to mess around with it. And if you need to move, I mean, you just, and you probably will, um, you know, you can always chip away whatever ice has reformed since you drilled the hole originally. So now as far as presentation goes, you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, I think the, the, the obvious one is, is, you know, tip ups or tip downs. Uh, and they are the, uh, the go-to for most ice fishermen when it comes to ice or when it comes to ice fishing, yeah, it may, duh. Uh, when it comes to northern fishing, um, and just you know, load up the spool with uh, with a little heavier test line, twenty pounds on up, treble hook, your bait of choice, and you're ready to go. Whether it's you know a nice size, you know, rosy red, china, whatever, um, you're all set to go. Some guys like you know chunks of dead smelt or other uh, other dead bait. Um, Others prefer larger minnows. And you know, the thing is, too, that uh, um, if the bait is dead, it, it's not necessarily a problem. Uh, Northerns are scavengers. So eating a piece of dead fish isn't necessarily an issue for them. Um, so they've, they've, they'll clean things up. Mother Nature doesn't waste. So, you know, they'll, uh, they will do that. And I think, too, you know, it just, uh, you know, there's, I think, a little logic with that, that that they will go out there and it's like, okay, here's something that, it, you know, it's not alive. It smells, it smells different. And, uh, you know, therefore, it, it probably is going to be an easy meal. So they'll, uh, they'll chomp down on it. One other thing, too, uh, when you uh, hook up whatever bait you happen to be using, um, you may want to consider using a, a larger circle hook, like a, a 1-0 up to maybe a 3-0 uh, on the end of the line. Um, 
most times when you, you know, you're using a circle hook, it, you know, when you set the hook, it, uh, it catches the corner of the mouth, which in turn limits any injury to the fish, especially if you're going to, you know, you're going to release them. Um, you know, not to mention it's also a, you know, pretty good hook set as well. Uh, may also want to put a, a, a few feet of, of heavier mono or some nice tough fluorocarbon on the line to act as a little bit of a leader, um, it's nearly as tough as wire leader, of course, but uh, without the hassle that wire brings uh, in cold water and cold weather. And you know. and if you run into a problem with, uh, with line freezing up, find some of that uh, fly line dressing and use that on the line. Um, you know, if you don't have it, ask one of your fly fishing friends to let you borrow some. Uh, it helps... Uh, if you don't know what it is, it just it, it helps kind of repel water, uh, so it'll minimize you know freezing up in obviously <laughs> below freezing weather. So there's uh, there's that as well. Again, I mentioned earlier too. You know, uh, don't overlook shallow um, when setting out your tip ups. Put one in shallow, uh, maybe one a little bit deeper. You know. Just kind of uh, play the odds, if you will, um, and see how uh, how things go. Um, one might, uh, you know, if you, if you're fishing ten feet of water, fish one at maybe you know three feet, the other one at six or something like that. Um, think about that anyway. Just a, a little bit of of depth variation there until you kind of get a hang of of where these fish are hanging out at. Uh, now, once you you know, when, and once you've got them set up, then it's time to consider um, maybe doing something with a a, a little bit more action. Uh, of course, uh, jigging is the uh, the way to go. Of course, uh, you know, given the water clarity uh, conditions, depending on where you're at, um, you know, something flashy is a, a good bet to draw a, a northern's attention. Uh, jigging spoon, of course. Fits the bill, uh, like, you know, a Swedish pimple or a jigging shad or any one of those, you know, uh, jigging Rapalas or anything like that. Those always uh, always do well. And, and of course, you know, some have flash, some don't, uh, some color, some variation or whatever. But if you're fishing it straight over the world, even on a day like this, you know, a white or, or uh, yellow chartreuse, something like that, is going to pick up the light and uh, you know stand out just a little bit more. What you know, orange would work. Um, you know, things along things along those lines. Something with a little bit of uh, a little bit of brightness that you know when the light does kind of hit it, uh, that's coming down through the hole. That it will, you know, set it out a little or stand it out a little bit more. Excuse me, getting a dry throat in here, but. Uh, um, you know, like I said, Northerns will see the flash and the movement from a long way off and certainly uh, come to investigate. And, you know, you can, you can start out with the, you know, big pumping action and good lifts and drops to call them in. And, you know, especially if, if you know, you're using like a, a jigging spoon or something like that that's got some rattles in it, some noise, uh, that also helps. But yeah, it, you know, then you you know you get a nice little fluttering action. Um, 
you know, once you kind of draw them in, then just, you know, keep that spoon in motion. Um, you know, that's kind of critical that as you bring them in anyway. And, and hopefully you've, you've got your electronics. You can, you know, see those fish coming in and, uh, investigating what, uh, what you've got there. But, um, Stopping the lure kind of dead gives the, the fish a chance to see the, the, the hooks, the line, whatever, and can, can kind of spook them off. And I think this kind of is true, not just necessarily for northerns, but for uh, uh, any species of fish, I think, to a certain extent. Um, but by, you know, by, by keeping it moving, they aren't going to get as, uh, as good a read on it. Um, and being aggressive... Uh, you know, movement gives them the belief that the lure is trying to escape them will often trigger a hit. You know, good idea is to 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 try is is you know do all the moves, then maybe let the jig sit for a moment or two. You know, if you're seeing a, a northern move in, uh, maybe a bit hesitant. You know, try just giving the jig a little twitch. Just that little movement sometimes uh, uh, can trigger a bite, and if that uh, that fluttering doesn't work, you know, you know, they still aren't hitting a spoon, you know, trying not to move it far from them, but maybe, you know, just kind of do a little side to side shake kind of movement. Um, you know, just give the, the spoon, you know, make it a little jittery, uh, you know, maybe a little hop or two, just, you know, just kind of keep it moving. Um, most times they will, they will hit it. And again, just a, a, a little, Short pause sometimes too will, and then you know pick that motion up again, uh, and that that for whatever reason that little pause locks them in, and then as soon as that motion starts again, it just it triggers that that response that it's like hey this fish is you know lunch is trying to move away here I better get it and boom there you go, uh, but just again like I said you know keep it moving. Um, not to mention the fact that you know you keep the, keep it moving; it'll <laughs> keep the blood going on those cold winter days, and uh, you'll need it if you pull a nice size northern out of uh, out of the hole. Um, other thing, I guess, the uh, sort of the last point I want to make here too is that uh, northerns uh, uh, a fun fish. Well, this time of year, any time of year, uh, but northerns can be active and hungry all day long. Um, in this case, you're not really dealing with, you know, uh, some of the other species that are more active in the morning and, and later in the day, you know, as the sun uh, goes down. Northerns are going to be on the go, I don't say 24-7, but, you know, you get the idea. It's They're going to be uh, going kind of regardless of the time of day. Uh, so uh, they're not, uh, again, they're kind of the big guys in the food chain, so... <laughs> They get to set the rules, so to speak. Like, if I'm hungry now, I'm hungry now. Darn it. I'm a northern. I'm hungry. So maybe I have a northern, in, a bit of northern in me or something. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that is just kind of a, a quick look at some northern fishing this morning here and hopefully gives you a, a few ideas, some things to try and uh, places to check out here. I'm uh, going to take a break and be back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors. On WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. It's 844. 
WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's Live Bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The moral of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home. And Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. Buy any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. My name is Nigel Adcock. I'm with Cotton Seed LLC. I'm Jim from SignPro. Nigel came in and they had ideas that they wanted to get across but didn't know how to do it. I like the fact that those guys took the time to ask me questions, learn about the company, what we did, and from that put together some suggestions, some ideas to embellish and enhance what we had. Going out to trade shows and getting your business out there is an excellent idea, but if you're going to do that, you got to make sure you have a professional image. So what Nigel needed was a variety of displays to fit the variety of shows that they go to. When I go to World Dairy Expo, I see a lot of really fancy-looking booths and, uh, and, and the artwork, and, and to know that this company here in lacrosse can do that is, is very reassuring to know that uh, you know, I've got that to help me out if I want to do something similar. Go to a pro, sign pro, WKTY is your source for high school sports, covering more than 100 local contests each year. And each year, we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far, we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley region, consider patronizing these fine sponsors. ABC Auto Body, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Fawesome Funeral Home, Pratt Lumber, Mr. Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washa Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzzi Lumber, Bagnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, Costrude and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax, Brandon Kane, Hiller Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Played Again Sports. The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club, honoring outstanding student athletes in the Cooley region. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And the Hotspot Report brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. And also uh, the Conditions Report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. And uh, moving to the uh, some outdoor news here for... Uh, this Saturday morning, anyway, a 22-year veteran of the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources Conservation Warden Service uh, has been next the, named the next chief warden, uh, succeeding Chief Todd Schaller, uh, who will re- retire at the end of the year uh, from the uh, top law enforcement position after more than 30 years of public service. Uh, DNR Secretary-designee Preston Cole said that uh, Captain Casey Kruger uh, will be sworn in to succeed Schaller in January. Uh, Kruger currently leads the department's law enforcement team serving the South Central region out of the uh, the Fitchburg headquarters in Dane County. Uh, Kruger has also served as uh, 
a field warden in Oconto and Columbia counties. Um, and uh, in 2008, he was promoted to the rank of lieutenant warden supervisor of the Park Falls Warden Team uh, based in northern Lincoln County. Uh, in 2012, the Langlade County native was then promoted to captain of the South Central region and moved to Dane County. Um, so again, he will uh, take over here uh, early next month uh, in that uh, in that position. Some other uh, news here from uh, let's see, we're we'll shift gears over to Minnesota here and talk about some uh, DNR things here as well. Uh, funding and training is available to start archery programs in schools. Uh, schools and nonprofit organizations interested in introducing students to archery uh, can apply for a uh, Minnesota DNR program that pays for some of the cost of archery equipment. Uh, through the program, teachers can also receive training on how to teach archery in their schools for students grades uh, 4 to 12 uh, using the uh, curriculum designed by the Natural Archery in the National Archery in the Schools program. Uh, deadline is uh, April 1st. Some matching funds are required uh, by applicants. Uh, again, uh, go to the DNR website if you want more uh, information. Uh, and uh, speaking of funding, uh, applications uh, are due by Thursday, by 2 o'clock Thursday, January 9th, uh, for public entities and nonprofit organizations to apply for funding for a uh, uh, from the to apply for funding from the Minnesota DNR in the second phase of the No Child Left Inside grant program, uh, which supports getting more children outdoors. Uh, grant funding is available to assist with work, including uh, teaching kids about nature outside uh, or getting the getting them to recreate outside, uh, integrating uh, fishing and hunting programs into school curriculums and supporting high school fishing leagues. Uh, the Minnesota legislature authorized the No Child Left Inside grant program uh, earlier this year. And again, uh, if you want more information on the grant program and a, a link to the application, again, uh, just go to the Minnesota DNR website and just uh, you know search for it under the, uh, the No Child Left Inside program. So yeah, that's cool stuff. And then uh, a couple of other things here, too, that... that I think eventually will be a little bit more important. Um, people have questions about, uh, and it's a good point that they they bring up, uh, does my ice shelter need a license? Well, let's talk about that. Uh, is, uh, you know, Minnesota fishing regulations recognize two types of shelters, obviously portable and non-portable. Um, portable one is one that collapses, folds, or, you know, is disassembled for transportation. Uh, portable shelters only need licenses and identification uh, when left unattended, which is defined as all occupants being more than 200 feet away. Um, in contrast, all non-portable ice shelters must be licensed. Uh, wheeled fish houses are not considered portable and must be licensed. So it's uh, 15 bucks for residents and 37 for non-residents, uh, not including issuing fees that may be charged. Uh, and then the... Uh, Shelter license is valid from March 1 through April 30th of the following year. Um, Other thing, too, especially for around here, uh, a shelter license is not required on border waters between Minnesota and uh, its neighboring states, uh, such as uh, Wisconsin and Iowa. Um, And again, if you you need to purchase a license for your your shelter, uh, you can do that at uh, wherever... Things are sold. You can do it online too at the Minnesota DNR website. Uh, uh, 
mndnr.gov slash buy a license. Pretty easy enough to find. So uh, that answers uh, that answers that question. So it's uh, now 8.50, coming up on 8.53. Uh, back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM and 5.80 AM. It's your favorite time of the year, the holidays. Prepping is always fun when she stops at Ace of Lacrosse. She found everything she needs to get her house ready, both indoors and out. Lights, decorations, the works. And while she was there, she found some great gifts. Carhartt for dad, kitchen gadgets for mom, even something for the dog. On the way out, she grabbed a new snow shovel. That's the only thing she doesn't really like about the holidays. Stop by and stock up on your holiday goodies. Ace of Lacrosse on the south side of Lacrosse. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. WKTY is your source for high school sports, covering more than 100 local contests each year. And each year we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley region, Consider patronizing these fine sponsors. ABC Auto Body, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Fawesome Funeral Home, Kratt Lumber, Mystery Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washout Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzzi Lumber, Begnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, Costrude and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax, Brandon Kane, Killer Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Played Again Sports. The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. Honoring outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Don't even bother trying to replicate that in Vegas. Because you can't. You can't duplicate it. Don't even try. Just listen to Gardner Minshew talking about his experience there. Uh, probably so. I uh, probably saw more middle figures today than I have in my whole life. But, uh, no, they, they have a good time, man. And, um, you know, it was fun to ruin that part. He said, I probably saw more middle fingers today than I ever have in my life. There will never be a scene like that ever again. It's sad as hell. Amazing fans. They deserve a hell of a lot more than what ownership and their team just gave them. Because ownership and their players and their coaches just gave them the biggest middle finger ever in the form of a choke job. Don't email or tweet at me with, hey, Rome, the nacho cheese was just for chunks. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. Roll and I'll just feel something. WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is uh, 8.56. Got a, a few minutes uh, left to go in the program here. And just a uh, uh, weather, kind of a weather update here anyway. This uh, popped up during my uh, during the break here. Uh, there's a uh, winter weather advisory in effect until noon today for uh, uh, a good chunk of our uh, area. Um 
and what is expected anyway is uh, maybe some freezing rain. A light glaze is expected to develop on untreated roads and sidewalks. Uh, and uh, again, it's you know parts of southeast Minnesota, western Wisconsin. Um, and again, uh, uh, looks like we're going to get some rain here a little later on this morning, and won't be too nice. So you know, if you're going to be driving, certainly uh, on. Bridges and roads are going to be a little bit slippery, especially on ones, you know, certainly on bridges and, you know, on roads that aren't necessarily that heavily traveled. And, you know, just just be careful walking on the sidewalk as well because uh, it will uh, might be a, a little bit uh, a little bit slick there. So, but yeah, the rain is, uh, according to the forecast anyway, uh, the rain is, uh, is going to be happening. Yeah. Early soon here, if it's not already starting in some places. Trying to get the radar up here. Yeah, it really hasn't quite rolled into uh, our area yet. It's still kind of, looks like it's just kind of rolling past Rochester and, and maybe a little bit into Winona and just a little bit into Houston County at this uh, uh, particular point. So it is uh, a big blob of, <laughs> I'm looking up at the radar here. Yeah, big blob of green and yeah, it's uh, it's coming our way. So. Just uh, just be careful if you uh, if you have to do uh, if you have to run out and do some errands. Just uh, uh, plan for a little extra time, and I guess I wouldn't be terribly surprised if there weren't a few places that kind of closed a little bit as well. If it especially if it gets kind of icy out, and yeah, just uh, just be careful if you're going to head out, and certainly if uh, you're going to go do some ice fishing anyway, just be really careful. Boy, there's things that. <clears throat> I'm sure there are things that uh, are slipperier, but uh, uh, wet ice is uh, ranks right up there. So make sure that uh, you know you get your uh, your creepers on and you know get some good traction going there when you're uh, if you're headed out and everything because that ice is hard to fall on. Been there, done that, and <laughs> it ain't a lot of fun. That's for sure. Mm. No doubt about it. Anyhow, going to wrap things up for this Saturday. Have yourself a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next year. <laughs> I don't get this. I get to say that once a year, so I'm like, okay, well, yeah. We'll see you back in 2020 with more of WKTY Outdoors, brand new programs, great guests, and a whole lot of fun. So until then, you have yourself, like I said, a tremendous weekend. Make it a safe one if you're going to be headed out there, and uh, hopefully you'll catch a lot of fish. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Your station for sports. Get up! Get out of here! Go! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 5.30.